safe. <laughs> <laughs> 21 and older. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, if you're under 21, drive safe, too. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, yes, yes. Don't text with that. Where's he going? <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yes, and please be 18 to drink. Oh, oh my God. 21. Be 21 to drink. <laughs> Unless you're in the UK, you know, 18 is fine there. Yes, yes. It is Xavier, and as I promised, I would be bringing on some other guests, some unfamiliar guests that you guys are not used to on the blog. And uh, today, I will say we have a, a very special guest, because um, he also, I guess I could say he talks food. He's in the food and beverage uh, industry, uh, at least, you know, blogging-wise. Um, he's in that food and beverage industry with us, so why not have the one, the only, Matt from St. Park Bar here to talk to us about, well, a lot of stuff. Uh, welcome, Matt. Hello, thank you. Uh, I, I haven't been called special before. It makes, that warms my heart, man. Thank you. <laughs> I, I will say <laughs> that when it comes to drinks, because like I've told you this before, I like I'd have a drink every now and then, but like I'm not like the biggest, you know, adult drink fan. Like I'll get a milkshake from Tucson before I go get a a drink. I will say Moscow Mule. I had a rose Moscow Mule in Citywalk actually not too long ago. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, he is the person I go to um, to tell me about all the release latest drinks, the best drinks in Universal. So, like I said, why not have him on the podcast to talk about some of those drinks? Um, so, I mentioned you are a Sing Park Bar. I guess I should mention that it is a YouTube channel, Instagram. It's the whole shebang. Um, can you tell us a little bit about you know your YouTube and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a bartender. I'm a career bartender. Uh, I've been doing it for about a decade now, and I've worked all over Orlando, um, including the theme parks, including different resorts uh, in various roles. And when the pandemic hit and, uh, you know, when that happened, I uh, wanted to kind of recreate the theme parks at home. I think we all remember that trend where people are like recreating rides like, like mm-hmm. the Haunted Mansion or like or they would do the jungle cruise in their pool or something like that. When I think of like the parks, like I love all the rides. I love all the shows, but like my happiest memories are with buddies, friends, loved ones, just kind of sitting on a bench and like, just kind of enjoying the ambiance while enjoying a nice uh, refreshing drink. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started up the channel. Uh, Very first thing to do is the Lapu Lapu from Disney's Polynesian Resort, the giant pineapple oh yeah yeah and it's like it's it's one of those things where i've been doing this for so long and i see people going on how how much they love them how exciting they are and 
making cocktails, making those like drinks like the Giant Lapu Lapu or the Ocean Attack on Shea Alcatraz, mm. it's it's very accessible. It's not really that hard to do. And I just kind of wanted to show people like, hey, you can't go to the parks right now. Bring the parks home with you. You know, it's like I think we all kind of a lot of us, you know, vacation starts when you get that drink in the in the the resort lobby or mm-hmm. you know, and so I wanted to hold on to that feeling that we all kind of lost for a minute there. Yeah, that I find like that's what I do with horror nights. Like once it's over and it's like January, I'm like I need to I need to play back a video or you know mm-hmm. something like that. So that's when I I'll pop on you know one of the YouTubers that does horror nights or I'll pop you on because you have you know you have you do have a yeah you have the drink me menu or like the all of the drinks that were at HHN thirty um, on your YouTube channel yeah because I do night, remember yeah. talking about that um, last year. Um, but I guess since we're talking about HHN, there were a lot of drinks there. There were mm. some that there were some yeah. that was good, some that were bad. Horror nights, yeah, horror nights is always a fun time of year. Um, I mean, you know, like the, the, the snack carts, the 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 seasonal offerings they have. Mm. Usually, usually it's stuff that like goes like just phenomenal. Um, you know, I love like the, they used to do chicken garlic chicken tenders or oh, yeah. or like little donuts or waffles like the food is always great it always knocks out the park the drinks <laughs> the drinks have had a little bit of a roller coaster ride through the through the years yeah i i've had such okay so i went to a, a preview of horror nights for last year um and from that preview drinks were like they were great they were amazing and then Horror Nights came. And then I think it was because, like, it wasn't, like, a bunch of bars open. It was, like, you know, only a couple. So the drinks went from being pretty good to them just, you know, doing, like, that big batch mix of the drinks. And then mm-hmm. them just pouring it out or, you know, it's going through the spout. So I don't know. I don't know how to feel about um, the drink sometimes at Horror Nights, and you know, I understand why they have to do it, but yeah, there's batching drinks like that. That's a thing in a lot more places than I think people realize. Mm. Um, some drinks batch very, very well. Uh, some don't, and I think they get a little. Sometimes they might get a little too experimental with what they're doing in such large quantities. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, cause man, there's some stuff that you just need to make fresh. Uh, what I like going off of that, my, there was a drink last year. It was the, the bog slime. Oh, yes. I referenced that one line. Like the first time I had it, it was just, I don't want to say weird. It was very lemony. It was like pretty much just lemon juice. Mm-hmm. And the second time I had it, I don't know if it was like a fresh thing yeah. or so. But it, it, it made a lot more sense of what they're going for. It felt a lot more balanced and, and nuanced. And, you know, that's something it had. It had matcha in there. It had gin in there. It had lemon in there. Those are some very, very powerful flavors all kind of competing with each other. And, like, yeah. that's something you don't want to sip. That's something you want to make and, and get it out because you don't want stuff to, like, 
just separate, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like I say, that is something that I, like I experienced at Horror Nights, like when we went to the preview, like everything was great, but that's because they probably made everything fresh. And then during like the actual season, it kind of, it went down, kind of downhill for me, but there was still some like good drinks there. And yeah. I, everybody was talking about, oh my goodness, I feel horrible. I forget the name of it. It was the... From last year? Yeah, last year. It was the iced tea drink. Oh, uh, the, the Poison Tea Party? Yes, Poison yeah. Tea Party. Everybody loved that one. See, that was great. And that's another. That's an example of something that batches pretty dang well, because it was, um, it was uh, if I remember correctly, it was an Arnold Palmer with Myers, which is a dark rum. Mm-hmm. So it was a rum... Myers and it was sweetened with uh huckleberry syrup. Yeah, that so is pre- pretty straightforward, pretty well mopped. Stuff you want to sit in a picture, you know? Mm-hmm. That's actually like that is pretty straightforward. I literally just pulled up the menu because I still have the menu on uh, our website of things from last year since you know they haven't talked about any of the drinks for this year, drinks or food from this year, but yeah. It, Everything you said literally is in that drink. I think the only, th- <laughs> only thing missing is the dehydrated orange. orange. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> and yeah, it's like honestly, like one of the best theme park drinks I ever had was from Halloween Horror Nights 29, the Saturn. Mm. It was the same thing. It was one of those blinky cup drinks that mm. they keep in those large vessels. But I mean, that honestly that was one of the best uh, best drinks I've had in any park. Okay, so last year, like I say, last year I had she assist me with um, picking the best drink at the resort, mm-hmm. um, and that was the old. Well, I'll let you talk about what that drink was. She did such a great job. I oh. literally, you did that in one take. When I <laughs> have to record a video or a podcast, it takes me like ten times. I love that. Let me let me pull up the full name for it. Just make sure. Okay. Yes, we um I said I recorded a I recorded actually I was supposed to be doing the Mardi Gras part of like the our awards for food and it went so bad that someone else had to come in record it. And I was like, thank you. I like I can edit a video, but when you put me in front of the camera, whole different story. <laughs> I get it. Cool. There we go. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You want me to just go into it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, you're talking about the smoked old fashioned from uh, Big Fire. Yes, dude, I love that thing. Um, that is, that's a great drink. I mean, it's it's been one of my favorites on property. Um, since the moment I first put my lips on it, it's it's a very simple, it's a very straightforward drink. It's made with Knopfreet, smoked maple bourbon, a couple of dashes of orange bitters, a little bit of simple syrup. Um, and then it's served, <clears throat> and then it's served with a giant piece of ice. The best thing about it, though, is how they do the smoke presentation, where they get the the, the oak plank yeah. chart with some fire. Throw your serving glass on there. It gives such a really strong, robust, smoky flavor. It adds to the sweetness of the bourbon. It is just yeah. Good. That was that was really cool to like see that happen. How like, right there, they're just there with the torch and. They're burn, burning that wood, and then they 
turn the cup over and you just see that puff of smoke going to the cup. That was really cool. Uh, yeah, I love that so much more. I'm sure you've seen like the bubble gun with the smoke. Yeah. I, I love the, the, the smoking plank so much more. Just looks more raw, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. So maybe you can, because I literally, I just learned this recently. Um, I was at Sapphire Falls at their bar. Why are all of these names just evading me right now? Um, goodness gracious, what is Sapphire's bar called? Uh, Strongwater? Strongwater, yes. Okay. Yes. So I was at Strongwater, and I did not realize how simple it is to make simple syrups. Uh, well, just like syrups using drinks. Because mm -hmm. um, I forgot what drink we got, but... It was it was a, like a smoky syrup that they were using um, for one of their drinks, and I was like, "Wow, that literally it's that simple to like make your own syrups at home." Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you go put sugar and water, my man. One day, I'll we'll have to do like a, a whole video of you like just teaching me how to make a drink. How that will that'll probably get some views of me messing up just a drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, so I guess we're going off topic. I can't think, I think it's pronounced Jardine or let me see, make sure I'm even spelling it right. The spelling in my head, I think it's G-R. Grenadine? Granite. Oh, there it is. Grenadine. <laughs> see, that's why I have you here. Yeah. Um, so Grenadine. Yeah, it's. I see that it's in a lot of drinks. What exactly well, is it? Uh, most bars, what you're getting is just kind of like some slightly cherry flavored sugar water okay. thrown in there um, to make your drink bright red. Um, grenadine, in the traditional sense, like if you were to go to like a super swanky place or someone making in house, mm -hmm. it's a pomegranate syrup. Oh, um, it comes from. Uh, the French word of grenade because a uh, pomegranate looks like a grenade, grenadine. Mm -hmm. Wow, so yeah, that... it's a pomegranate syrup, it's great for you know, um, adding a little bit of a, a slight fruity bite to it. It's great for adding color to your drink. It's uh, what makes a Shirley Temple a uh, Shirley Temple. I remember, I think it's the Raptor cloth, and they actually still sell it over at Spackwater. Um, at Islands of Adventure, and they use a, I think it's blue in color. Um, blue parasol? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they use that in the drink, and that's what, you know, got me. I'm like, what exactly is this? Um, <laughs> so that's why I have you here. <laughs> blue parasol, um, it's, it's just orange liqueur. It's literally just orange liqueur with... Mm. Um, or orange, uh, sorry, an orange rind liqueur. So it's not going to taste like orange juice. It's going to taste more like the oily, the oil from the rind. Okay. With blue food coloring in it. Uh, uh, blue curacao is just like, it's curacao that's dyed blue. Okay. Um, curacao is also known, a purist will tell me I'm wrong here, but essentially a curacao is triple sec. Oh. So anything that has triple sec can use blue curacao. So if you want to make a blue margarita, for example, you leave out your triple sec, you just use the blue. Uh, 
a blue Long Island or an AMF, as it's called in some places. Same thing, just take out the triple sec, put in the blue carousel. And that is one of those things. That's a, <clears throat> excuse me, as a bartender, that's kind of like one of my go-to moves when someone comes up like, hey, I'm looking for a fun drink. Make it blue. People love blue. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people just assume it's a good time. They don't care what it is. If it's blue, they're having fun. Yeah. That this literally me. Um, I think it was about a week ago we went to Shaz Alcatraz. Shaz Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want, you know, I want something fun. I want something like bright with colors, but I do not want um, an ocean attack because, you mm-hmm. know, that is the that's the staple at Chess Alcatraz is that um that ocean attack with Murph and I was like I'm gonna try something different let's be different and I can't remember Kaylee is her name um I can't remember what drink she made me but it was absolutely amazing I was like I know who my go to bartender in the parks is now okay so you did a video. We're moving seasons. You did a video for Christmas. And if I remember right, you said you're not the biggest fan of eggnog. Mm-hmm. But you tried every eggnog that you could buy in the park during that. So, yeah, my, my, my eggnog gauntlet, yeah. I, uh, I, I enjoy eggnog, mm-hmm. but I'm lactose intolerant. Ah, that, okay, okay. That, that was... That was that was the issue that started to bite me in the butt, uh, <laughs> figuratively and literally, <laughs> at a, a certain point there. Uh, but yeah, you know, they they had five eggnogs and uh, uh, the coquito at Anza Adventure. And coquito and eggnog are not the same thing, but uh, I, it felt like a side quest and it was a completionist moment when we went and grabbed that. Yeah, they, they offered five different eggnogs, and I saw an opportunity, you know, for science. I wanted to try all, all of them and see which one was the best. Yeah, you have to do it. Um, yeah. So both of those videos I will definitely link into the bottom of the description for this podcast. Um, I think there was one more thing I wanted to talk about before we ended because I want to make sure – that we're in that 30, 45 minute range. I keep saying that, but somehow ends up being an hour long. Um, <laughs> so you recently, within the last month, you went to Tusum and you tried mm-hmm. uh, another drink. Um, it seems like that might be the drink of the year this year. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast, you guys get to get a heads up on that drink. Um, I hear it has chocolate in it. And that's yeah. that's interesting for me for a you know alcoholic drink. Yeah, well, I mean, Tucson's Chocolate Emporium. Chocolate is the name of the game over there. They throw chocolate in everything, um, and, and you know, there there's kind of a running theme of this is another old fashioned. This is the chocolate old fashioned. I believe you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Made it made it on the channel. Show you what you need. How to do it at home. <clears throat> Excuse me, those seasonal allergies, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> but no, that, that's such that's such an amazing drink. It's such a great dessert cocktail. It's an amazing. Uh, uh, it feels like it feels like a great after dinner drink. It's something like 
especially if you're coming with that big dad energy, like mm-hmm. it feels like a good, <laughs> after lugging the kids around all day in the parks, um, using, uh, was it chocolate whiskey, cherry herring, there's chocolate bitters. It's, it's smooth. It's easy to put together. It is damn delightful. I love that thing. Yeah, it, it looks amazing. Next time I'm at Tusum, I'm going to have to get that. Um, it won't be for a while because I'm currently doing a tour of all the restaurants in CityWalk for the, the second time this year. Um, but um, I think we're actually going to Bubba Gump next. Um, but, yeah, we're doing a tour of CityWalk restaurants. So that's gonna that's probably going to be... Later on in October, we'll be able to visit Tucson again. But, yeah, I have to put that on my list. So you have just a bunch of videos on your YouTube channel. They range from Universal to Disney. Um, I guess the question is, what is your go-to drink at Disney World? Because... I haven't been, I actually haven't been to Disney World in four months. It's been four months since I last visited Disney World. You've been so, more recently than I, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, from from your memory, all the way back in the, your memory bank, <laughs> what drink would you recommend for a listener? My, my personal favorite drink in all of Disney World, and I hope to be making this on the channel soon because I miss going to it so much. Uh, comes from Nomad's Lounge, the bar attached to Tiffin's and at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yes, it's a drink called the Night Monkey. The first time I saw this thing, I was like, "This sounds weird as hell." But we're in Disney World, so there's no way it's going to be bad, right? Yeah, that's kind of my mindset. It's a safe space. You're not going to do something overly weird that tastes terrible. Um, but it has. Uh, it's made with raspberry rum, coffee syrup. There's cilantro. There's guava. It's mm-hmm. it's very just good has this very complex flavors that all kind of just layer on top of each other and that, i love that thing yeah that that definitely you had me at guava i absolutely <laughs> love guava so you all you have to say is guava that's going to be on my list next time i actually get to this and we'll have to first be able to buy an annual pass oh yeah those minor details <laughs> you know Yes, that's the only way I'm be able to get in. Unless somebody, you know, they won't even let you leave the park with drinks. Goodness, I'm like, someone can buy me a drink, but can't even do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me on of this course, impromptu podcast. I literally, Dale was like, can you record with me tonight? I, I need to get a podcast out this month. And he was, he was able to do it for me. Um, how can they find you on Instagram and YouTube and Twitter and all of your social medias? Theme Park Bar. I'm, I'm that on everything. At Theme Park Bar on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube.com slash Theme Park Bar. Those are, those are my main spots where I hang out. I am on TikTok as well at Theme Park Bar, but okay. Instagram and Twitter and YouTube are my uh, most active homes. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, this should be out before Universal announces their next, well, pretty sure it's going to be like their last announcement, but it should be up before Universal announces their next house. So 
with that being said, this gives you guys time to go ahead and look through his YouTube channel. You can look at the Ultimate HHN 30 Bar Guide, as well as, you know, some other drinks. He has a video on there um, that is called uh, the Boris Schuster drink. So definitely check that out because it is it is colorful and I'm probably going to be trying to mix that uh, with his help here pretty soon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, give him a, a check out, a shout out, a like, follow. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Drive safe. <laughs> <laughs> 21 and over. Oh, yeah. I mean, if uh, you're under 21, drive safe, too. Huh? Yeah, I mean, yes, no, yes. Don't text me that. Where's he going? Watch the heat. Yeah. Oh, yes, and please be 18 to drink. Oh, oh my God. 21. Be 21 to drink. Well, you're in the UK. You know, 18 is fine there. Yes, yes. Universal Food Blog is not affiliated nor endorsed by Comcast, Universal Orlando Resort, or NBC Universal. All Comcast, NBC Universal, and Universal Orlando icons, titles, events, and items are property, trademarked, and copyright of Universal Studios or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Thank you.